Good evening. Thank you for listening to another KG and Fifth Walk at Podcast. I am, of course, the one, the only KG. Let's get right into it. This Sunday evening, though about an hour or so away from NBA All-Star Game, which I may not watch much of. I didn't watch much of the All-Star festivities on Saturday. Saw their hideous slam dunk contests and a little bit of three-point contests and other things, but I digress. Sunday afternoon, on I think probably one of the rare times this season, the Houston Cougars and the Rice Owls women's basketball teams won games on the same day. Well, clearly, since the Cougars have only three wins, the opportunities for that to happen were few and far between. But the Cougars on senior day today at Hawk Finance Pavilion for seniors Roxana Budden and Michelle White picked up a surprising, to me, 66-53 victory over Central Florida, UCF, dropping UCF to 7-8 overall, 7-8 in Conference USA play while the Cougars improve, improve if that is the case, to 2-13 and 13 in CUSA play. Kudos to freshman Danielle Parks from St. Pius High School, St. Pius 10th Academy High School, etc. She scored a career high 24 points and looked good for a change. And I say that as the season has progressed, she has gotten better. She has played better. She's in better basketball shape, much better conditioning. Uh, when she got to U of H and I saw her in the summertime at some of the open gym sessions, she was not the same player I saw in high school. She was out of shape. She looked fat. This is you know, point blank, she was fat. Now she's in basketball shape. She played well. She made four, six, and three-point lines. She shot 50% from the field overall. And she was uh, the key scorer for the Cougars because UCF made a point to not let Roxana Button beat them, so they doubled and triple-teamed her, leaving Danielle Parks open, and Danielle knocked down shots throughout the ball game. Cougars even got six points from another freshman, Boshe Martin, off the bench. Boshe Martin looked, looked like a confident basketball player. I don't, I don't know. The team that played today, I, I wish I had seen more of this season. They played aggressively. They played with confidence. They played effective. They didn't turn the ball over that much. They got down by three points midway of this, in the uh, second half. and didn't phase them. They didn't collapse. They didn't hang their heads and, and say, here we go again with another loss. They buckled down on defense, held UCF to only 10 for 30 in the second half, and finished the game with a, a finishing kick that was I only saw last year in the team that won the Cobra team that won the uh, Conference USA regular season championship. So they improved to three and 24 in the season, two and 13 in Conference USA. We'll see if they're able to uh, make it two in a row as they wrap up the Conference USA regular season with a road game at Tulane. Tulane's lost three in a row, so Tulane is struggling themselves. So we'll see if the Cougars can can play uh, well for two consecutive games before the Conference USA tournament begins next week in Memphis. The Rice Owls picked up a huge victory a few hours after the Cougars game was ended, winning at El Paso, first place El Paso, handing the Miners their first Conference USA lost this season with a 52-48 victory. Jessica Custer did her thing as usual, still waiting for the official stats to be made available. But the Owls trailed at halftime, and I scored the Miners by 10 points in the second half. That's something the Owls haven't done much of this season. So uh, I don't know what's in the air for both 
the Owls and the Cougars women's teams to finally play like I thought they were capable of playing this season. They put it together and he picked up victory. So we'll see if one or both of them can continue this success in the Conference USA tournament. Clearly, the Owls are in much favorable, much more favorable position than the Cougars. But it wouldn't surprise me. The Cougar team I saw today could win at least one game in the Conference USA tournament. They're the 12th place, 12th seeded team in, in the uh, tournament. But they could be the fifth seeded team because Conference USA is after UTEP. Everybody else is 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 pretty even. So nah, don't get me wrong. I am not calling for the Cougars to go far or, or surprise shock the world and win the Conference USA tournament. Far from it. But they could win a game in the tournament and then move on, forget this awful season, and look toward the the twelve thirteen season one year away from life in the rough and tumble Big East. Other games, other scores from Houston area's college teams. The U of H men's team won last on one Saturday night over a, a equally bad SMU team, 62-59 to improve for the Cougars to 13 and 14 overall and 5 and 9 in Conference USA play. Earlier in the week, the Cougars lost at Marshall, 66-58 to move to 0 and 7 on the road in Conference USA, which is just awful and pathetic and embarrassing and it's really mind-boggling how a, a team with the talent the Cougars ha- do have to just be winless on the road in Conference USA. I, I just, I don't get it, but it, it is what it is. It's reality. A senior day, senior night for the Cougars will be Wednesday on the 29th versus Tulane at Hawthorne Tavian, 7 p.m. tip-off. The Rice men lost on the road in Hattiesburg Saturday night at 58-56 to Southern Miss. Apparently there was some controversy on the foul call with less than a second left to allow the game and the free throws to be taken and made by Southern Miss to move the Isles to 7-7 in Conference USA and 16-13 and overall. This after the Owls earlier in the week on the 22nd defeated UCF 83-74. A very good win for the Owls as UCF is one of the top teams in Conference USA. Now let's get to the bad or the ridiculous. The HBU Huskies women's team, 0-8 in Great West Conference play, 1-24 and overall. They lost Saturday night to North Dakota 57-36 after losing on Thursday to Utah Valley 62-41. The men's team is 2-6 in the Great West. They lost on the road at North Dakota Saturday evening 66-62 after losing to Valley, Utah Valley 75-56 on Thursday. Husky HBU men are 9-18 overall, 2-6 again in the Great West. Prairie View. PV women had a... Uh, they lost Saturday to Alabama A&M 61-49. They're 8 and 7 in the SWAC, 11 and 14 overall. They played Monday night at home on the Hill versus Alabama State. The PV men will follow up with 8 p.m. game versus Alabama State on Monday evening. They're 8 and 7 in SWAC, 12 and 16 overall. They defeated Alabama, A- Alabama A&M on Saturday, 60 to 52. TSU, Lady Tigers, showed some spunk. So they have not given up on the season, which is kudos to Coach Broaden, which I believe he's coaching her last few games at TSU as head coach. But they only lost, and I do they say this in all sincerity, 52-51 Saturday inside the H and P E Arena to Alabama State. They host Alabama A&M Monday evening at 
The Lady Tigers, Lady Tigers are four and twenty-two overall and two and thirteen in the SWAC. The Tigers men basketball team continue their winning ways. They're moving up the SWAC standings. They're ten and five overall. They're coming off a sixty-seven fifty-nine win over Alabama State Saturday. They will host Alabama A&M at eight p.m. Monday evening inside the H&PE Arena. And I believe that game's going to be on TV on ESPNU. The Tigers and Coach Harvey's club is eleven and sixteen overall. And once again, 10 and 5 in the SWAC. The Houston Rockets only had two games since the last podcast. Both wins. Rockets have now won three in a row, heading as they head into the All Star break. The Rockets defeated the Memphis Grizzlies 97 93 on Monday. And Wednesday, defeated the 76ers 93 87. The Rockets are now 20 and 14 in the NBA, which is a, a very good record. I won't call it a great record. Because I don't think the Rockets are a great team. But don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm not trying to downplay what the Rockets have accomplished thus far to the midway point of, the, of this shortened 66 NBA uh, game season. They're playing well. Coach McHale is doing a good job, and he's doing a good job implementing his style of play on the players. He's a no-nonsense kind of guy. He wants his guys to play physical. He wants his guys to play tough. If you don't do that, you're not going to play. I respect that, and I appreciate him sticking true to that. Sammy Dallenbear missed shoot-around or different things. If anybody misses a shoot-around or is late to practice, then they don't play for a quarter. They may sit down. That's how it should be. Players respect coaches treating everyone the same. You earn your play, and you earn your, your, your butt time on the bench. If you don't get it done, you don't play. That's how things should be. Kyle Lowry's playing well. He's not an MVP candidate in my opinion, but he's playing well. Uh, Rockets have won some games without Kevin Martin. Kevin Martin, I still think, should be traded. I still think he will be traded. If the Rockets want to make some noise in the playoffs instead of being one round and done, as they could possibly be as a team is constru- uh, constructed right now, a trade must be made. They have to, have to shake things up and get better because with the Knicks and Jeremy Lin, probably playing well enough to make the uh, first-round pick in the low 20s, then Rockets are losing some trade value in the assets right there to improve the ball club that way via the draft. And that's how one of the ways Darryl Morey, Rockets GM, prefers building the team is through the draft and trades rather than via free agency. Once again, I'm KG. Listen to the uh, another podcast of KG and the Pistol Wildcat. I want to touch on and remind the listeners of the upcoming Guy V. Lewis Award presentation, which will take place Tuesday, March 27th at the Bayou City Event Center. Uh, I am a member of the Greater Houston Basketball Committee. We're going to be presenting the inaugural Guy V. Lewis Award to the 2011-2012 Greater Houston Area High School Boys Basketball Player of the Year. The event will be held from 7 to 10 p.m. at the Bayou City Event Center. Address is 9401 Knight Road. Zip code is 77045. For more info, you can call 713-724-2930. Once again, that's 713-724-2930. There's a link to it on my website, HoustonRoundBallReview.com. So the main page there. Click on it. You can vote for, you'll be able to vote for the top 10, your, your favorite top 10 players. Uh, and of course, the player receiving the most votes 
will receive the award and be named the Boys High School Player of the Year. Go to GuyVLewisAward.org to cast your votes. As the playoffs are underway, uh, boys regionals and semifinals will be coming up this week as the girls participants uh, uh, in the state were decided uh, Saturday. And that'll be heading to Austin. So uh, the fellas are winding it down. Season winding it down. So get ready to vote. Cast your votes. Go to GuyVLewisAward.org. And go to the Houston Round Bar. If you click on that link with the presentation information to register for the banquet event on March 27th, 2012. That is a Tuesday. It will be from 7 to 10 p.m. It is the week of the Final Four. Men's Final Four will be in New Orleans. Women will be in Denver. Go to GuyBeLewisAward.org for more information. And thank you, as always, for supporting the Cougars. If you're a Cougar alum like I am, you know how much Coach Guy Lewis means to U of H basketball, means to me, means to college basketball in the city of Houston, state of Texas, and the country nationally. And it's past, well past time the Coach will be in the National Basketball Hall of Fame. That's a topic for a whole another eight podcasts that he's got in there for reasons that are still baffle me to this very day. Probably going to wind it down here since I have not received a whole lot of um, questions, or tweets, which you can hit me up at T-H-E-H-R Review on Twitter. Check out the uh, Facebook page for the Houston Round Bar Review uh, fan page. Go to the YouTube channel, listen to it. I forgot to mention this in the last podcast. The uh, podcasts are available on iTunes. You can listen to these shows on iTunes. They are free. Check them out there. Blogs are doing pretty well. ShootTheRoundBarView.com uh, has links to the men's and women's hoops blogs. Um, there's so much going on now. We're getting into conference tournament play, conference championship play. Ladies will start up first. March Madness is right around the corner. March is a great month for basketball. My birthday is in March, so it's a special time for me. It's a special time for basketball fans. It all goes hand in hand, and I'm looking forward to it. The Rockets will begin the second part of the NBA season as they're going to wind down these 32 remaining 32 games. They're going to host the Toronto Raptors on Tuesday the 28th, then go to Utah on Wednesday, 29th, and come back home for a game on Friday versus the Nuggets and the Sunday versus the Clippers. And that means, of course, uh, I don't know if it's going to be Lob City in Houston, but that means Blake Griffin and Chris Paul and DeAndre Jordan will come in and see if the Rockets can deal with the aerial show versus the Clippers and pick up a, a victory and continue the winning ways. So they have four games between Tuesday and Sunday uh, probably before my next podcast. With the Rockets playing on Sunday, uh, March 4th, next podcast probably on Monday, March 5th. So we'll see how all that plays out. Monday, tomorrow, as listed to this podcast, hopefully on uh, February 26th, ESPN 2, 6 p.m., the Baylor Lady Bears, the number one team in women's basketball, will play the Texas A&M Maggie's College Station. After that, number three, Notre Dame, will play number four, UConn, or in a matchup in the Big East. All three or three, four of those teams will be number one seeds in the upcoming NCAA tournament. Notre Dame wins. They will have swept UConn for probably the first time in who knows how long in the Big East conference play. So if you like fan women's basketball, like I do, check out ESPN 2 Monday evening for those two games. Since the Aggies are playing at home versus Lady Bears, I think they'll put up a better effort 
than the first time they played at Waco. But I still expect Lady Bears to win the ball game, to remain undefeated on the season, and of course in the Big 12. I'm not too sure about Notre Dame Connecticut game. Connecticut is good. I don't think they're as good as Notre Dame. We'll see how that all plays out. Gonna wrap it up here with the podcast. Um, some things didn't happen as I thought would this week regarding the podcast, but we'll see how things go the rest, the rest of the week in upcoming podcasts. Uh, as a Redskins fan, shifting gears very quickly, I saw some information about the Redskins possibly rumored to uh, trade first round pick, second round pick, third round pick, and next year's first round pick to, to uh, St. Louis Rams for the second overall pick in the 2012 NFL Draft to draft RG3. I'd be all for that. Redskins have no quarterback worth a damn on the team right now. RG3 would be a good building block for the franchise this season and the future. So we'll see how things go. Combine going on in Indianapolis for NFL. RG3 was clocked in the 44140. Uh, Andrew Luck put up great numbers athletically, surprised some people. If he surprised you, then you never saw Andrew Luck playing college basketball, college football at Stanford. He's a, he's a much better athlete than people give him credit for. His numbers, his, his numbers compared favorably to Cam Newton's same numbers at, at the combine last year. So, I can talk some football, I can talk some basketball, I will not talk baseball on these podcasts. You know, that's not my sport. I'm no longer 10 years old. I was a fan of the Astros and all those things. That's, that's for someone else to, to do. I can use basketball, some football, and when the Stanley Cup playoffs start, I may throw in some Red Wings hockey, depending on how, how the Red Wings at far they advance in the playoffs. So I'm going to wrap it up right there. Thank you, as always, for listening. Don't be shy, but tweet me some questions. I got a, one tweet. Someone asked me about do some research. I'm still in, in the process of doing it, of the worst turnaround from worst from first to worst rather than worst to first regarding the Houston Cougars women's basketball team. They've gone from 26 wins last season to just three wins this season. That's probably a record. I have not been able to verify that to go from 26 wins to three three wins. That's a minus 23. But we shall see. I'm still waiting for research on to get more information about it, see if I can find out the definitive answer. But I'm going to assume that is the worst in NCAA history, especially on the Division One level. But the Cougars played great today, Sunday afternoon, picking up a victory on Senior Day for Roxana Button and Michelle White. Read about my read my article on the HoustonRoundBarview.com uh, website. And time sure does fly. August 21st, 2007, I interviewed Roxana Button. She was a senior at Coppell High School, which he's chose and signed with the University well, at that at that point committed to University of Houston. I interviewed her. The chat is on my blog. I found the, the link in the archives of the women's blog. I posted that on Twitter. And now today was her senior day at U of H. So clearly showing that I'm old. Thank you as always. And in conclusion, be true, be cool, and do more.